Welcome to another episode of the Balancing Hormones Naturally podcast, where we offer actions and steps you can take today to start balancing your hormones naturally. This is your podcast host, Leah Brueggemann. I am a functional diagnostic nutritional practitioner. I am honored and excited to be your guide on your journey to better understanding your hormonal health and how it affects your everyday life. Hey guys, so this is probably the most random, unorthodox way of ever recording a podcast right now. Not that any of you guys want to know this, but we're down in the basement and I have Mr. Landon with me because, you know, life just got in the way and life got busy and I was not able to batch and get these podcasts ready for you to come out and so you know it's the only time it's going to happen so you're going to hear Landon talking a little bit in the background um I was going to tell you that I'd try and edit it out but I probably won't because I don't have time to do that but I'll do my best so it's going to be Landon and mom today and Landon's going to give his two cents on everything so just bear with us there and he's eating his protein ball which We made a ton of those yesterday. We made some homemade nut butter and we made some protein balls and they are his favorite thing ever. So if you hear protein in the background, that's Mr. Landon. Um, Or if we madly dash off to go to the potty. Not that any of you wanted to know that either, but he's doing awesome with his potty training. We hopefully are somewhat over that hill. And he's very proud of himself, which is, he should be. Anyways, so after that very long-winded intro, today we're going to be talking about food sensitivities, actually, and how they are not the cause of what is going on with your body. Food sensitivities are a symptom. And this is episode is actually brought to you by one of my beautiful and wonderful past clients and she's like oh my gosh can you talk more about that so I always get my podcast ideas from you guys because I'm not going to talk about on here what I want to talk about because that is not helping anybody I'm literally making podcasts for you so let me know what you want me to talk about and I'll create topics on it or I'll bring guests on so Literally, this is for you. Okay, so let's first talk about how we get food sensitivities and kind of what goes on there. Like, are food sensitivity tests worth their weight in gold? Like, I'm sure you want to know that. Okay, so I want you, we're going to have to use our imaginations right now because I can't show you a picture on a podcast. But I want you to imagine two cups okay and they're filled up and we're sticking them together are you gonna cough god bless you and these are your your gut walls we're gonna talk about it like that when we talk about the gut we're typically talking about the small intestines that's where 80 percent of your absorption of nutrients happens okay And so these cups are all bound together and let's say they're all glued together, okay? And we have these tight junctions. They're all glued. Now, 
let's say that the mucosal wall, these tight junctions, are getting broken through due to maybe parasites, maybe blood sugar imbalances, maybe stress, maybe antibiotics, maybe any of those, maybe all of those. And then you eat a food and it comes down in between those two cups, okay? So the glue is broken apart and it's, it's really weak and you have a food that comes in between them. Your body tags that as the enemy. And so then every time, because it was too large to fit through there, it shouldn't have been able to fit through there. But because there was a breakage in those tight junctions, it was able to fit through there. And so your body tags it and goes, that's the enemy. And so then the next time it comes into your body, the next time you eat it, your body has an inflammatory response to it because it's tagged it as the enemy. And so then you take out that food sensitivity, you figure out what it is, and you take it out of your nutrition, and you feel better for a little bit. And then you're like, now I'm starting to like notice other issues, or I'm getting sensitive to other foods. That is why food sensitivities are not the root issue. It's the gut dysbiosis that is the root issue. So when you take sometimes it's very necessary I recommend it to take out those food sensitivities so you take them out but then you have to heal those tight junctions you have to build back those mucosal layers you have to pull and heal that gut and then you can actually get rid of food sensitivities and then on top of that you're not going to get more food sensitivities and healing that gut is is a wild ride and it can take a long time so I can't really give you a personalized protocol here, but I do want to just talk about some things that you could do um, to maybe help support this, okay? So does that make sense though? Like how you can break apart those tight junctions and how um, that can cause you to have food sensitivities, why food sensitivities aren't the root issue though? Um, So that brings me to my next one of our food sensitivity tests worth their weight in gold. And I know this is going to be a big surprise. I don't think so. Um, most of them are not really accurate. The ones that are more so accurate are just so bloody expensive. I would rather take that money and put it towards a different lab. That's just my personal opinion though. I think a good old elimination diet with a good old food journal is free <laughs> and extremely helpful. So if you get a food journal and you just write down all the foods you eat and write down how you feel afterwards at the end of the day and then start an elimination protocol which is taking out you know your common inflammatory foods like gluten, dairy, corn, processed foods, soy, um, added sugars and just see how you feel um, and then you'll start becoming more in tune. Like maybe you're, you you eat a meal and you're like, well, I'm feeling a lot better. But after that one meal, I didn't feel so great. And then you look and you're like, okay, I had almonds at that meal and I haven't had almonds any of the other days. So then you, you take out almonds for a couple of days and then you try almonds again and you see how you feel. And see, cheap and it's, it's free. Um, but that's how you go through an elimination protocol. And I don't stay off the foods very long, just like 30 days. Um, And then you add them in one at a time every three days to five days and see how you feel. The reason why you have to wait so long is because you can have a delayed reaction. So make sure you, you know, give yourself that space to really see how you react, have it a couple times that day, a couple times the next day, and see how you feel before adding in the next food. Now, what you do during that elimination protocol is 
honestly such a massive part of your healing. You can't just take the food out. You have to heal the gut, my dear. Um, And that comes with a gut protocol, okay? So that really is just going to be unique to you. Really, um, I'm going to give you some general guidelines that anybody can do. Like everybody should probably be on a spore-based probiotic. I talk about spore-based probiotics all the time because other probiotics, you're just like pooping out really expensive poop. Um, 98% of them don't even make it past your stomach acid. So that's why I love spore-based probiotics. Um, Megaspore is my favorite. Um, Megaspore from Microbiome Labs. I have it linked um, always in the show notes for you guys where you can get supplements um, cheaper and good quality ones because quality matters. So that is where I would start. That has been shown in 30 days to have a 60% improvement in leaky gut and gut dysbiosis. So I would start there. That's kind of just something general that most people can do. Um, I would start there. I would start with reducing your stress because stress has a massive impact on your gut health. I would start with literally sitting and breathing before you eat your food. Like eating in a rest and digest state instead of fight or flight so you can stimulate your vagus nerve before eating by literally like rubbing your earlobes and like pulling down on them like massage them for like a minute two minutes before you eat and just relax and breathe and then eat your food and chew it all the way that's a great start so probiotic reducing stress stimulate your vagus nerve um chew your food um don't drink a ton of water before or after your meals. Um, drink your water away from your meals. That's another one um, that's really good. If you aren't pregnant um, or nursing, you can use digestive bitters to like spray on your tongue before eating. Um, that will help stimulate your digestive juices, which is going to help you pull more nutrients from your food, which is obviously going to help with um, your gut healing because you need those nutrients. And then the last thing that I would say there is um just a quick break to remind you that if you are not already seed cycling with us you should be seed cycling with us the benefits of seed cycling are amazing they contain so many nutrients that are necessary for hormonal balance including zinc manganese vitamin e all of the good things amazing for egg quality and while seed cycling is not the end picture like that's not all that you'll have to do to maybe achieve the things that you're looking for in your health, you guys, it is the easiest thing that you can do. So one tablespoon of pumpkin and one tablespoon of flax seeds from your period to ovulation, and then switch to sesame and sunflower. So that is one tablespoon of each of those seeds every single day. You want to be buying whole organic and then grind them before you eat them. The reason why you don't want to buy ground is that they go rancid within a couple weeks. So unless you know where your seeds are coming from, how long they were sitting on the shelf, they're probably rancid by the time you get them, okay? So start seed cycling with us. And as always, if you want to make this even simpler for yourself, that is where Funkit Wellness Seeds can literally change your life. They are organic. They are certified B Corp. All of their seeds are like they get them from the best places and you can get them shipped to your door so it literally doesn't get any simpler than that and it's a subscription so literally happy hormone subscription box i can sign up for that yes yes please 
So you can get yours shipped to your door. Right now they are only in the US. So if you are outside of the US, I apologize, but if you are inside of the US, take advantage of the flash sale that they have going on. You can use code Leah, L-E-A-H 20 to save 20% off of your order. And you even save already on your subscription. So I love seed cycling, but I will say that sometimes it can get hard to stick to because it's hard to find quality seeds and sometimes I forget to grind them and then I don't get my seeds in for the day. So Funkit Wellness makes it super simple. Literally, they're shipped right to my door. They grind them right before they ship them so I know that they're not rancid. They have certified B Corp companies that they get their seeds from so they're super high quality. They're organic. So yeah, I'm much more consistent with my seed cycling now thanks to Funkit Wellness. Okay, what what did I? I'm losing my train of thought. Okay, blood sugar balance. You have to keep your blood sugar balanced because blood sugar imbalance can literally cause issues in your gut, you guys. Ugh, have I talked about blood sugar balance enough? Um, okay, so that's where I would start. Um, Megaspore probiotic. I would start with balancing your blood sugar, reducing your stress, stimulating your vagus nerve, maybe using digestive bitters. Okay, and then you want your protein ball? Okay. And then I would move from there to, if you're not seeing support there, um, we're going to want to dig a little bit deeper. Okay. Like, do you have a parasite and do you have H. pylori? Because H. pylori can lower your stomach acid, which is going to affect your digestion. Um, and you know, you, you have to run a lab for that to see if you have it. Um, and then you would need a protocol to, really target that and heal from that okay but all of this other stuff you can start out with and see where you go because I I can't give you personalized support obviously um, because I'm not your practitioner and I don't know what you need but all of the stuff that I talked about is generalized advice that you you should be doing no matter what and then if you're like okay I need some more support out of this let's dig deeper let's maybe do a GI map let's see like what's going on in your gut and see how we can support it there and build up that gut lining and then also mineral imbalance is going to affect your is going to affect your digestion as well which is going to cause maybe you to feel like you're having all these food sensitivities because sodium and potassium are going to affect like your bloating and your stomach acid um, and your your overall digestion. Um, magnesium is also massive when it comes to bloating as well. So um, that's where I would start um, is focusing on what causes gut dysbiosis in the first place. You know, blood sugar balance, imbalance, stress, um, parasites, antibiotics, um, any and all of the above. And it it builds up over time, you guys. It didn't happen overnight. You're not going to heal your gut overnight. But I would start with those steps that I said. Seek further support if you need further support. Get a wide variety of food. And if you eat the same food every single day, your body's just going to be like, this is not helpful. I need more nutrients. You can't just eat the same food every day. So getting a wider variety of nutrient intake would be amazing um you know beans and lentils are very very helpful for you know getting um 
you know, a lot of good bacteria into our gut, but a lot of you can't like digest them, you know, when you're dealing with so many gut issues. So you can start off with a really small serving and work your way up. Eating prebiotic rich foods like bananas and onions may be helpful if you can tolerate them well, but get as much variety in as you can and lots of good fiber, drinking your water, eating in a rest and digest state. So that is my tips for that um, and I hope that makes sense but let me know what questions you have there I am trying I'm trying you guys I want to bring on the founder of uh, microbiome labs the of the megaspore probiotic to have him talk more about the science of that so um, that's my goal that's my goal but he's he's a big honcho you guys so I gotta work hard to get him on Um, But I think that that would be really educational for you all as well. So anyways, I hope this was helpful. Let me know any questions. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Balancing Hormones Naturally. If you found this helpful, I would love for you to share it with a friend and post it on your stories and tag Balancing Hormones Naturally podcast so we can get this message out. You can find me on Instagram at Leah underscore B-R-U-E-G and I would absolutely love to hear from you.